Hello, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of What's Stopping You with Kelsey Jones. I'm your host, Kelsey Jones, and today I'm finally sitting down for a solo episode. It's just me today, you guys, and we're going to talk all about college. Now, college for me is about to restart. I'll be going into my senior year at the University of Texas as a design student, and I'm really excited for this semester, even though it might not look exactly how I planned it to. UT is currently going to be a hybrid campus, meaning that some people's classes are going to be in person, some people's are going to be online, but all my classes were put online and I don't know of anybody who has an in-person class. All my friends, I've asked them and everyone's classes are all online. So whose classes are in-person? I have no idea. But I asked on my Instagram story, I polled y'all and asked if people are still having in-person classes or not. And I was actually surprised to see that a lot of y'all are having in-person classes. So y'all have to let me know how that goes. But I wanted to take today to give y'all some advice, especially if you're going into your freshman year of college or just if you, I don't know, are still in college and you don't know these things yet, um, you'll learn them along the way. And I hope that I can help you out with this episode. But we will continue to be posting even more college content. It was very requested. So a lot of that is in the works. And I'll be here to continue working with y'all through the semester to push through, especially if y'all are online. I have a bunch of cool episode ideas coming up for that. But I'm here to help you guys. And I feel like I've honestly kind of mastered the online class situation earlier in my college career because I actually enjoy taking online classes so switching to all online isn't a huge deal for me but I know for a lot of people it can be really difficult so again I'm here to help you guys and today's episode like I said was much requested and kind of just something for me to look back on as well just advice that I would have given my freshman self stuff that I wish I would have known going into college And I know for each and every one of you, college right now might look different due to, you know, COVID, obviously, but I think a lot of this advice is still useful, and even if you don't return back to campus till next semester, I think all this will still be relevant many years into the future. So we're going to go ahead and get into it. So first, I want to kind of explain what my college experience has been like very briefly. So I started off freshman year as a design major. I actually never changed my major, which is something that I'm not really going to talk about today, but it's completely normal if you want to change your major and most people have no idea what they want to do in college. But I started off as a design major. I'm going to graduate this spring as a design major with a business minor. And I lived in a dorm my freshman year and then transitioned to living in an apartment sophomore through senior year. I joined a sorority freshman year. Uh, I joined a magazine. I got involved in a lot of different ways. I volunteered at different things, and I tried to just immerse myself as much as possible into the culture of the university just to kind of get a feel for what I was interested in and how I could find friends and blah, 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 blah. Um, so yeah, that was kind of my freshman year that was in a nutshell, but I spent a lot of time studying, but I would also, you know, socialize a lot. I like being social. I'm very extroverted as y'all can probably tell. And so I kind of did a mix of it all. And especially joining a sorority, I really wanted that social component. 
And if you don't know, I'm an Alpha Delta Pi. Actually, I've had a lot of listeners like reach out to me and be like, oh my god, I'm an 80 Pi too. So if you're an 80 Pi, love you, girl. Anyway, so the advice that I want to give today kind of falls into four categories. One being classes or academics-wise. Second being living or housing situations. The third being social. And the fourth being personal. So I'm just going to talk through each of these sections, talk about my own personal experience and why I think you should take this advice that I have to give. So the first thing is classes. Now, one thing that I wish I would have known my freshman year is that it's okay to take less than 15 hours. Now, if you are not familiar with the college system or you're not in college yet or you never went to college, basically usually one class is considered three credit hours. Now, classes can vary based on literally how many hours you spend in the class, but most of the time you spend three hours in you know, a classroom and you get three hours of credit. So for people taking 15 hours, that would be five classes. And that's like kind of considered a normal course load. And I wish I would have known freshman year that it's okay to take less than 15 hours because I think my first semester of college was the only semester I actually took 15 hours. Um, And I, I wouldn't say that 15 hours is a ton, but I think it can be really overwhelming, especially for your first semester, because you might not know how you're gonna do in all your classes. And I think it's important to kind of underload yourself on the academic side while you get acquainted in other areas, like the social situation and Um, just like kind of growing into who you are and the new life that you have at college. So I think it's like actually very important to focus on not just school your first semester, like of course try your best, get good grades, but I think it's like something I wish I would have done my first semester because I took this one class, oh my gosh, I took this one class my first semester And it was literally like a grad school class, but it was a grad school art history class. But for some reason, for my degree, undergrads had to take it. And I don't know why I took it for a semester. I guess it just fit into my schedule. And that was one of the craziest, hardest classes I've ever taken. It was a, what was it? It was like a performative art history class I don't know it was interesting and it was like very philosophical there was so much reading I had no idea what was going on now if I took that class today would I probably understand more probably but I hadn't taken foundational art history so I had no idea what was going on luckily I sort of got a good grade in that class but to this day I have no idea what I actually learned but I wish I would have known that no one out here is judging you if you only take 12 hours. No one is judging you if you have to drop a class and be a part-time student. No one thinks you're cool for taking 18 hours or 15 hours. Like, nobody cares. And I think that's going to be kind of a common theme throughout the entirety of this episode is that you should focus on doing whatever is best for you because literally nobody cares. No one's judging you. No one's looking at you thinking you're stupid or you know, whatever. So that's my first piece of advice. If you want to take less than 15 hours and you want to focus more on being social and finding your friends and all that stuff, that's totally fine. And I wish that's something I would have done. The second piece of advice that I have is to not take the 8 a.m. class. Because let me tell you, I took one 8 a.m. class my first semester of college. 
and you guys that was an absolutely terrible idea granted I didn't really have a choice I was like told that I had to take this class at this time and that was like my only option so I like I had to so if you're in that situation I feel for you I know you have to do it but if you have any type of choice do not and I mean do not do not take the 8 a.m class because you might think oh well I'm so used to getting up at 6 30 every morning and going to volleyball practice and then going to high school and blah 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 well, let me tell you that college is a whole new ball game because your mom is not there to wake you up. No one is forcing you to go to class. I'm sure your roommate probably doesn't know your school schedule. Your roommate's not going to wake you up for sure. And yeah, I think going to college, you have a whole new level of personal responsibility. And I don't think literally anybody, even me, I was even not prepared to wake up and go to an 8 a.m. So I would always I would always show up to that class like 10 minutes late or I would skip it sometimes. Sorry, mom, if you're listening, but it was just like not possible. So my past self struggled for y'all to hear this now that do not take an 8 a.m. class. It's not going to go over well, especially your freshman year. A lot of this advice is like really good for freshman year and then once you kind of get acquainted maybe you might enjoy 8 a.m's I know some people that like to take early classes so that they're done by like noon but for the majority of people especially when you're trying to go out and hang out with people and you're probably doing things late into the night like taking an 8 a.m class is just not the move and I just highly recommend against it the next thing that I have about classes is to read up on the teacher or the syllabus beforehand. Now, this is more in terms of registering for classes, so I know school is about to start, so you probably already have your classes registered, and I think this is something that's difficult to do, registering for your first semester, but definitely going into your second semester. I highly recommend that every class that you wanna take, figure out what professors teach it, and go read Rate My Professor, which basically is a lifesaver. It tells you from students who took their class firsthand what the teacher is like, whether they were really nice or if they graded really hard or if they were boring to listen to or if they made you read the textbook or didn't make you read the textbook or whatever it is. Um, I highly recommend going to Rate My Professor and reading up on teachers because that's just like saved me in so many situations and I definitely freshman year would have taken different teachers for specific classes if I had actually done the due diligence and looked them up on Rate My Professor. And then the other thing is to look up the syllabus beforehand. Now I don't know if this is something that every college has, I don't think it is, but it's worth looking for. At UT we have this like database where we can look up literally every single syllabus from every single class that's been offered at UT for like the past 10 years. Like it's crazy. And you can see all the syllabi from all the classes and you can read exactly what the class entails. And some teachers change their syllabus every semester and some keep it literally the same. So you can read up like last year's syllabus and see kind of 
what what's expected of you what the class is going to be like or how it's graded like if you are not a very good test taker you probably don't want to take a class that is very test heavy or if you're not a good essay writer you don't want to take a class that's very essay heavy so i highly recommend looking up past syllabi from that teacher that you want to take for that class and see what kind of feel you can get for the class you can usually tell pretty much from the syllabus like if they're going to be really strict or really lenient or what kind of assignments like a syllabus should have every single assignment that you should have to do for the whole semester every reading every homework every test everything so i highly recommend basing your class decisions off rate my professor as well as seeing if your school offers this database of syllabi and if they do, you should definitely check that out too and kind of weigh your options and see what works out best for you. Ever since I started doing this, which is probably going into my sophomore year, it has been so much easier to find classes that work better for me, whereas I probably would have gone into some bad class situations without it. And the last thing that I want to say in terms of classes is to take advantage of the ad drop period which at UT basically means within, I think, the first week, you can check your classes out and see if you would like to add another course or you want to drop a class. And it doesn't go on your transcript. It doesn't penalize you or anything. And I have found that the add drop period is really useful. So especially if you can't look up the syllabi beforehand, you can look at your syllabus the day you get it, the first day of class, and see, oh, maybe I do wanna take this class, maybe I don't, and take advantage of the ad drop period. I'll give kind of a personal example of, I think it was junior year that really, really helped me out when I took advantage of this ad drop period. Basically, a couple episodes ago, I had Dr. Farmer on my podcast, and this scenario involved her class. And basically, I needed one more history credit for my core curriculum, and I had heard really great things about Mexican-American history and the professor, and it'd be really easy and really exciting or, like, really interesting. And so I registered for that class, and the time for that class didn't really work well in my schedule, but a lot of people were raving about it and just saying, you have to take it, you have to take it. So I signed up for it. But I was like, I don't know if I actually want to take that class because it's just a really bad time period for me. The The class time was like, it made for a really awkward break between classes and I would have gotten out of school for the day way earlier if I just took Dr. Farmer's class, which was African-American history. So I had these two options, Mexican-American history or African-American history. And on the first day of class, I had registered for both of them. So I, I went to both classes on the first day of class and I sat in the first class and just listened and got the syllabus, tried to figure out if I vibe with the teacher or what, see if I would like the class. And I did that for both classes. And I realized that this Mexican-American history class was not gonna cut it. The professor seemed really boring. And he went on a tangent about like, the importance of marriage like the first class period and I was just like this is too intense for me I can't do this so yeah I decided to drop the Mexican-American history class and take Dr. Farmer's class when I 
originally wasn't even intending to take Dr. Farmer's class, which thank goodness, because not only was it an incredible class, but it also just fit way better into my schedule. So that was like a win-win situation. So that's just a personal example of how I took advantage of the ad drop period. But I think most universities have something similar to this where you can kind of have some flexibility with your schedule before finalizing what classes you're going to take for the semester. And if you're unsure, I highly recommend just registering for all the classes that you think you might want to take and dropping the excess ones before the semester schedule like gets finalized. Next, I want to talk about living situation. Now, some of this is not like personal experience, like something went wrong in my life and I I learned in hindsight, but it's just something that I've kind of realized along the way that I'm glad that I did in the first place. So the first thing is don't ever live with a random person. Now, I lived in a dorm my freshman year and I didn't know any girls going to UT. I knew only boys going to UT, which was really weird, but obviously I needed a girl roommate. And I knew that I didn't want to go in with just an absolutely random roommate, but I also didn't really know anybody. So I had to kind of find ways to meet people. And the first way I tried to meet roommates was at orientation. Now I know this living situation stuff might be a little late because again, college is literally starting, but again, this is all advice that could be useful, especially if you're not in person right now and you'll be in person in the spring. This could be great advice for then, but don't ever live with a random because all my friends that had random roommates, it all just did not go over well or it was just really weird and awkward and they had nothing in common and they would have opposite schedules and they wouldn't like ever talk to each other or anything like that. I highly recommend just finding someone that you have at least one shared interest with, whether that be maybe both of y'all want to join a sorority or maybe both of you enjoy, I don't know, paddle boarding. (laughs) In Austin, there's a lot of paddle boarding. People do a lot of paddle boarding. Or I don't know, maybe if you're just both really clean or maybe you're both really messy or you like the same kind of music or just find something that you have in common. It doesn't have to be your major. It doesn't have to be the city you come from. I just think it's really important to pick someone that you have something in common with because then that's like a great way for y'all to either hang out together, you can do an activity together that y'all both enjoy, or you just have something to talk about. I think the biggest issue with living with a random roommate from other people's experiences again I never lived with a fully random roommate I just met my roommate online like over Facebook we had like Facebook groups for people incoming to UT and it was like a girl roommate finder Facebook group I don't know and there was like this huge spreadsheet of everyone's name and like where they wanted to live and what they were like and what they enjoyed and I just like found my roommate through there which was awesome so if you have some sort of like roommate matching resource highly recommend using that but from all the people that I know that lived with a random roommate it it just got awkward over time because they just had nothing in common they had nothing to talk about they weren't in similar classes they were off doing their own thing so I feel like Not that it's a terrible situation, but I I think it's less than ideal to live with someone random. There's always those like odd ones out, those stories of people that, you know, it's a random roommate, but they become best friends and then they're bridesmaids in each other's wedding or something like that. But don't assume that's going to happen to you and just find a roommate that seems cool and you have something, anything in common with. 
The next thing is live as close to campus or your classes as possible. Now, I lived on campus freshman year, but UT's campus is giant, like absolutely giant. And I lived at literally the opposite corner of campus from my classes. And granted, it was like a whole situation where I was trying to live in a different dorm, but the dorm filled up, so I had to live in this other dorm. So it was kind of out of my control, but it really sucked, honestly. And I still live pretty far from my classes just because of the location of where my buildings are. So that's something that I just have to deal with. But if you can avoid it, live as close to your classes as possible and it will just save you one so much time two so much stress and three just like being able to be integrated more with your community because i feel like i would avoid going to my buildings where all my friends and my people in my major were as much as possible because i literally lived so far away so so far away meaning like I was about a mile away, like a mile walk. And at least on my campus, like you can't drive anywhere. Like you have to walk. There's nowhere to park your car. I didn't even have a car freshman year. I will say if you live on campus, you don't need a car really. I didn't get a car or I didn't take my car from my parents' house to school until I was a sophomore getting internships and I had to drive to work. So I really don't think you need a car freshman year for sure but live as close to campus as possible and your classes because it'll make life easier especially if you have early classes and you don't want to walk a mile i had to walk a mile to my 8 a.m class like just i hope y'all feel for me because that was just awful absolutely terrible zero out of ten would recommend yeah so living as close to your classes and campus as possible allows you to be as integrated as you can and just see your friends more often and feel like you're a part of the community instead of kind of like being on the outside so highly recommend that the next part is social stuff and this is something that again nothing happened in which i'm learning this in hindsight but one of just my recommendations in general is to join a club a sorority, a sport, literally anything. Anything that you might find other people who have common interests because this is how you're going to find friends. So I joined a sorority. Obviously, I joined a magazine. Like I said, I kind of detailed all the things that I did and it was definitely like extremely important part of me, you know, finding my home here at UT and all my best friends right now. They're all in my sorority and they're all from all these other organizations that I'm involved in. So I highly recommend joining something and just sticking it out for a while. You don't have to like be a permanent member of every single organization you join, but if you're interested in something, go check out the first few meetings. If it's not your vibe, don't stick around. If you enjoy it, try it out even for if it's just a semester or two semesters try it out see if you find your people if you don't that's okay and i feel like that's another big part of college is that nothing exciting is going to happen during your college career unless you try things college is a time of just like complete exploration and 
figuring out what you want to do and what you're interested in and there is absolutely no way you're going to find your place in college if you don't just try things the people that you want in your life that are going to support you and love you aren't just going to magically show up at your dorm door saying hello we want to be your best friends like no you have to put yourself into situations where you will find not only people that you're interested in but activities you're interested in as well And that kind of coincides with the next thing that I said, which is don't be antisocial. Seek out ways to socialize because especially freshman year, everyone's looking for friends and it's important for you to put yourself out there as much as you possibly can because that's what other people are trying to do as well. But as you involve yourself in a bunch of different organizations and try to put yourself out there, you will end up finding the people that you click with and that will be your friends and your support system. Now, over time, whenever you meet people and you don't vibe with someone, it's not because they think you're weird or they are judging you in any way. It's just because it's not a right fit and that's it. I have met so many people in college that I'm just like not friends with because they're not like my kind of people and there's nothing wrong with them. I have no judgment, no nothing against them. It's just they're not the kind of people I want to hang out with and that's totally fine. So that kind of brings me to my last point, which is finding real friend takes time. So you have to be patient. I feel like in college you will meet so many people, especially at the beginning because everyone is out trying to make friends, putting themselves out there. You're going to meet so many people, but it will still take a good amount of time for you to find your true friends. For example, I joined my sorority at the very beginning of college, best decision I ever made. And my pledge class, which is like the incoming group of people, the freshmen that got accepted into my sorority, there was 107 of us. Like, that is absolutely insane. That is so large for a pledge class. And that is just an overwhelming amount of people to get to know. So it took me literally at least six months to recognize and remember and speak to every single person in my pledge class let alone the rest of my sorority and I think it took me about six months that six month point of me you know getting to know everybody and seeing what friend groups form because obviously with 107 people in a pledge class there are going to be friendship groups that forms or like I don't want to say clicks because they're not like nasty or exclusive but just like people that generally hang out together and these other people generally hang out together you know it took me about six months to find the people that I would end up actually hanging out with for the majority of college and that's not to say that the other people in my pledge class that I'm not as close to are bad people or anything like that it's just I didn't vibe with them or have as much in common with them as I do my other friends so it did take me about six months to find my people and I think that's a good amount of time for you to give yourself to be patient and to find your friends realize that it's not going to happen overnight but by putting yourself out there as much as possible and avoid being antisocial, the faster and the easier and the more naturally your friends will come along and that really segues nicely into my last category which is personal And that being said, that it takes a pretty good amount of time for you to find kind of your group and settle into a community in college, that it's totally normal and okay to feel alone. I was born and raised in Austin, Texas, 
and I felt so alone my freshman year of college and not in a way that like I was crying every day but I for once was really only focused on what I was doing and that can be a really isolating feeling to not have other things to focus on except for yourself but I feel like everyone has to go through it. The majority of people that go to college don't go to college with a giant group of friends. Like I said, none of my girlfriends went to UT. Everyone went all across the state, out out of state. Some were still in high school. And I was in the city that I was born and raised in and I was still feeling alone. So I just want to let you know that if during college, especially the first year, that you feel alone and you don't feel like you have the people around you that you want to have around you, just keep trying, keep putting yourself out there, keep trying new things, and I promise you, I promise you that they will come. And that's something I wish I would have known as well. Next thing that I wish I would have known, which I I feel like... I feel like this is something you won't ever truly know until you experience it, but for example, everyone's heard of the freshman 15, how you gain weight in college, and I always thought, oh no, that's not going to be me. I was super athletic growing up, and I enjoyed eating healthy, but let me just tell you that exercising and eating right in college is just exponentially harder and just a whole different beast, especially if you're living in a dorm or just eating on campus in a dining hall situation, especially if there's a buffet. But I think you can just never really truly prepare yourself for how difficult it can be to eat healthy because it's one thing for you to tell yourself that, oh, I'm gonna eat a salad for lunch every day. And let me tell you, I ate so many salads for lunch. But whenever waffles and pizza and fried chicken and pancakes and sugary cereal and juice and soda are all staring you in the face at your buffet dining hall let me tell you it is like impossible to resist and I don't think I know a single person that could genuinely have self-control in a dining hall so I think it's something that you'll realize as you go along and you just kind of have to accept and deal with that it's very normal for you to gain weight in college one because of alcohol and two because of just the dining hall situation for me it was like impossible to not overeat in college there was just so much food available and it was impossible to not overeat and exercising is just so much harder it's a whole different ball game because unless you're like a college athlete and you're going to college for a sport or you very early on get involved in intramurals or just some sort of sporty organization it's very difficult for you to kind of have the diligence and the determination to go like weightlift in the gym or go to different fitness classes or whatever it might be. I think it's a lot harder than you would anticipate, especially with no one telling you what to do. Like in high school, I'm sure if you played a sport, there was your mom or your dad telling you every day, you got to go to practice, you got to go to practice, or all your friends are at practice with you, whatever sport that might have been. But now it's just you having to go to the gym alone. There's no real incentive to go. And I think it's so much harder than you realize to get into an exercise routine in college. So I think this is more 
just my advice to be gracious with yourself and realize that these are things that everyone is struggling with. So if you struggle with trying to eat right and trying to exercise, especially freshman year, trust me, everyone is struggling. And again, you're not alone in that. So yeah, I don't know what else I have to say about that. But as long as you're trying your best, that's the best you can do. And I will say that no one, and I mean no one, is immune to the freshman 15. I gained weight freshman year. I'll be candid about it. And I gained about 10 pounds my freshman year of college. And it wasn't until I had gained about 10 pounds that I started to notice in pictures that I looked like I had gained weight. And I'm not trying to say that I was ever fat or overweight or anything like that. But I definitely could tell that I wasn't as confident in my body as I used to be when I was a gymnast and I was starting to lose muscle and I was starting to just like have more fat on my body and you could see it in my face. I think that's when I realized that I had gained weight was when I could see it in my face because I never really changed clothes sizes. I think I just kind of stayed about the same clothes wise, but I was gaining a lot of fat. And I realized at about the end of freshman year, the end of the spring, a whole year later, that I was not happy with the way my body looked and I wanted to lose the weight. So I spent that whole summer working really hard at the gym and losing the weight and getting back to a healthy, healthier, a more comfortable weight for me and somewhere I felt more confident in who I was. But I think that's kind of a very normal story for people in college. Most of the time, people will gain the weight freshman year and then realize it a little bit later, lose the weight, and get back on track. And it wasn't until I was a sophomore in college when I moved into an apartment when I could cook my own food and I had an apartment gym that I really got back on track. So, I mean, I think it's just a difficult thing that you're going to have to deal with and something that I wish I would have known would be a bigger struggle than I thought it would be. The next thing I don't have a ton of advice about, but that's just dating. And maybe I'm a hypocrite for saying this because I had a boyfriend all of freshman year. He was kind of a boyfriend from high school. And my advice for dating freshman year is just not to do it. I guess this kind of falls back into the social category, But unless you're coming into college with a boyfriend, which doesn't always work out, so don't get your hopes up on that either. But if you are single going into college, I highly recommend just to not even think about dating freshman year. I think the primary focus for freshman year should be on figuring yourself out and figuring your friends out because I feel like I shouldn't have to say this but what you think about yourself and who your friends are are exponentially more important than finding a boyfriend especially when you're 18 and you're still stupid and young and don't know what you're doing so not to say that I have any regrets about being in a relationship freshman year but if I hadn't come into college like having a relationship I definitely would not have thought about being in a relationship I just don't think it's worth it and also in college you change so freaking much I am absolutely a different person than I was freshman year of college hands down no contest and I think that the probability of a relationship from freshman year lasting until senior year or post-grad is just so low, so statistically low, and I don't think I know a single person 
who was in a relationship freshman year, like with a boyfriend from college that has lasted at all. I don't think so. So I would just not focus on dating at all. I would just kind of take that out of the equation and focus on yourself and focus on your friends and, you know, building up that support system so that when you do decide to get into a relationship, you have a support system and you know who you are and you will get into a good, healthy relationship and you'll have friends to have your back along the way. And the last piece of advice for this personal category, and I guess for the whole episode, is to use college as a time to become who you want to be. I think this is really, really important and something I didn't take advantage of until probably 2019. And I think it's just because I didn't realize how important this was until I was a little bit older. But I cannot tell you how important this is. College is a time when, one, there are no rules, two, no one's telling you what to do, and three, you are now taking full responsibility of your life. And I think it's really important for you to realize that the sooner that you start to create the life that you want to live or manifest the life you want to live, or think about the life that you want to live, the sooner you'll turn those dreams into reality, and the sooner you'll be able to be living the life that you want. So I think, especially freshman year, I know it's hard to like really do things because you're still in college, you don't have an education, it's probably hard to get an internship or to focus on your career. Maybe you don't even know what career you want, But think about maybe freshman year, write it down and keep it for yourself. Think about what you would want to do in five years. Where do you want to be in 10 years? And how can you as an 18-year-old get you closer to where you want to be? And if you don't know where you want to be, you need to do some soul searching and spend some time figuring out where you want to be. And that's okay if you don't know where you want to be, but this is the perfect time to do that because again there is no one telling you what to do there is no one taking responsibility for you you are now in full control of your life and i think going to college was probably the most freeing thing i've ever felt in my life and it's not because i had terrible parents or it's not because i didn't enjoy where i was living or anything like that but I know that I'm at my happiest and most successful and most motivated when I feel like I'm fully in control of my life and no one is telling me what to do. And I feel like in college is the perfect time to take advantage of that freedom and make it into something useful and productive and good for your future. So I highly recommend listening to some of my other episodes about personal development setting yourself up for success, boosting your confidence, all those things. There's so many relevant episodes um, that you could listen to that will just help you in life and in your career and anything like that. And I highly recommend just from day one, from the get-go of college, realizing, okay, today my life starts and you can make of it whatever you want to make of it. And if you want to use it as a time to grow yourself as a person and to become the person that you want to be then you have the perfect opportunity to do so wow you guys that was awesome the only last thing that I want to say is that college is an incredible time I'm so happy for all the memories that I've had so far so grateful for all the memories that I've had so far and I'm excited for senior year 
and I'm excited for the next chapter of my life. I feel like senior year is a bittersweet time because I'm excited for the next chapter of my life for sure. I have so many ambitions and so many things that I'm excited to do once I graduate. But also, like, looking back on it, college was, like, an incredible four years, or I guess past three years. Like, I've gotten the opportunity to do so many cool things and just have fun with my friends and be young and just, ugh. I just, thinking about it makes me so happy. I'm going to miss it so much. But yeah, college is awesome, guys. You're going to love it. And I promise, even if freshman year kind of sucks for you, it only gets better from there. And by senior year, you're not going to want to leave. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. So that is it, you guys. I hope you enjoyed. If you did enjoy the episode, please be sure to share it, especially if you know someone going into college this year. This is a perfect episode, chock full of incredible advice to share with someone who is an incoming college freshman. I think it's great advice for really anybody. So if you have any college friends who need some good advice, just send it to them as well. Also, if you love the podcast and listen regularly, be sure to rate and review the podcast. It literally only takes 30 seconds. It can be done in Apple Podcasts and it just lets me know what you're thinking, how you're liking it. You can give me feedback. You can tell me what episodes you like, what you didn't, what you want to see more of, your favorite episode, anything. It literally, like I said, only takes 30 seconds and it is so, so, so appreciated. All right, you guys, that is all I got for you guys. And wow, I can't believe 50 minutes flew by like that. Time flies. I don't know. Probably when I edit this down, it'll be shorter than that. But thank you guys so much for listening. And I will see y'all in the next one. I love you guys. Bye.